Hello and welcome to the Third and Long Podcast, the only podcast for NFL punters. I'm your host, Grant Lee. Third and Long Podcast is brought to you by topsport.com.au, Little Birdie TV, Punting Form, and the home of stand-up comedy, The Comics Lounge. So it's uh, that moment where I get to introduce Nick Tedeschi. But ladies and gentlemen, he's live in studio here in Melbourne, uh, my BFF pro punter and the master behind the tips package to the house. Uh, top Rope, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm hungover as hell, but I'm absolutely uh, delighted to be in studio with you. Mate. Uh, for many, many podcasts I've done over the many, many years with Littlebury, this is number one. Well, that's amazing news. And the other surprise we did have is we did have Jerry, um, but he is stuck on the tarmac in Miami. So please, it's a surprise. Yeah, I know, I know. He's just not going to make it. So we we do want to apologise, and management would like to apologise to uh, all our listeners as well. So Jerry, if you're stuck on the tarmac, mate, we are thinking about you, and uh, we do miss you. So um, so yeah, mate. Big week, Purdy. He could be the future, pal. Uh, well, he's going to have to be the future <laughs> at the moment, isn't he? It's. Uh, I'll, I'll leave the puns for you. For you there, but uh, yeah, per- pretty terrifying. Mate, <laughs> he was he's pretty amazing, just uh, <laughs> just quietly. So, uh, but yeah, so let's jump straight into it. Deshaun yep. Watson uh, was backline against his old team yep. in Houston, um, if you could call it a game. Um, what was your take on his comeback, mate? He seemed very rusty, very overwhelmed, and the fans were chanting for Bissett. Yeah, oh, very rusty. He kind of come back in a situation that wasn't great for him in terms of. Uh, Brissett had been doing a good job. Brissett had been, you know, winning games and playing well and, and really there weren't too many knocks on him. And Watson was bad. Like he was like, you know, you got the ring rust and all that kind of stuff, but he, he was he was very bad. And and the number of balls that were thrown in the dirt, bad decisions that were, were being made up, you know, he's probably going to need these games to get ready for next year. But I, I can understand the frustration of, combining bad play with his reputation. And he didn't look loose at all. It was like no one wanted to massage him. So it was, uh, <laughs> so that was pretty crazy. But uh, I did have a dream top rope during the week and it was a lion came to me and uh, stood over my bed and, and, I just, and I've just got this crazy feeling now that the Detroit Lions are going to win out uh, and go on a bit of a uh, run to the playoffs. What do you think about that one? Yeah, don't want trial. I'll, 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 you know, Jamal Williams has been absolutely outstanding. I think he's leading the NFL in, in, in touchdowns this year. They've got golf doing just what golf can do. Like they're not, they're not trying to. You know, it was what the year he, he took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Like they're not. They're, they're, he's been coached up really well and limited in what he's doing, which I think is smart. And you know, he's obviously got great rapport with 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 uh, Amon Ross and Brown. They they've got a, an aggressive defense. Yeah. Oh, I can see the Lions make the pass for sure. Yeah. So uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they uh, they like to beat up on uh, beat up on the weak teams. That's for sure. So take you back to the start of the fourth quarter. The score was twenty-one to nineteen, the Cowboys' favour, um, and then the the boys just put on thirty-three unanswered points, which was uh, pretty amazing. But are they now? Is is the NFC now just a two-horse race? It's hard to assess where the 49ers are at right now. Um, yeah, Cowboys in Philadelphia are probably clearly above them now with you know, considering the quarterback situation with, with the 49ers. 
Oh, I still think there's a possibility you, you might get a smoky coming out of it, but uh, you're not going to see anyone from the, from the NFC South. And uh, I'm not convinced about Minnesota. You, you mentioned the Lions earlier. Could they cause some upsets in the past? Maybe, but I, I, I would say it's a two-and-a-half two race, two-and-a-half team race. We'll soon see with the 49ers how they're going to cope because like, they're not a team based around a quarterback. They're not a team that, that succeeds because of their quarterback. So uh, I think we will... Um, we'll find out how how much that defence can carry them. Pretty interesting uh, take on their top ropes. So uh, once again, the Cincinnati Bengals got the best of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, and it was the third time in a row that they've beaten them. Uh, have the Bengals got the cheat sheet when it comes to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Uh, well, yeah, I think pretty clearly that they, they, they do. And I think there's probably... Being a little disrespectful to to, to, to Joe Burrow and, and where the Bengals are at, but it's all, it's all the narrative is all focused on you can beat the Chiefs, you can beat the Chiefs. It's great. Joe Burrow is just a great quarterback. Joe, Joe Burrow is a great betting quarterback. He's covered, I think, uh, nineteen of his last twenty-two games. Uh, he is just absolute cash money, our, our man Joe Burrow. So, um, but yeah, the, the 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 Chiefs have struggled this year with their receivers, and they're struggling to score points in bulk. And I think that that becomes problematic against teams. I know it was a low-scoring game against the um, the Bengals, but I think it becomes problematic in that you can't just turn it on and off like a tap. I think that they're 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 they're, they're finding it way more of a grind this year than they were last year. So the Carolina Panthers made the decision to move on from Baker Mayfield. Uh, it was a mutual agreement um, to cut him. He now has gone to the Rams, and uh, there is a rumour going around that he's been in the building for 24 hours, mm. and he may actually start for the Rams tonight. Just when I thought we were never going to see this guy again, here he is in uh, Tinseltown and about to be quarterback. Where do you think he'll end up at the end of the year? Uh, I don't think he'll be at the Rams. Mm. I think I think he will be looking at a, you know, a backup spot. Somewhere along the way, I, I can't really see it being with a contender. I think he, he brings them enough baggage that it becomes problematic in, in in signing him as a backup to either a young quarterback or another experienced quarterback. He, he's also got a, a game that doesn't really lend itself to you know being a backup to a traditional quarterback and stuff like that. So um, I, I think he will end up on a probably a. A poor team. Like if he ends up at, uh, say, the Colts or something like that, wouldn't surprise me. And he's getting paid a million and a half dollars by the Rams, which is just outstanding. So uh, crazy turn of events for the 49ers. Jimmy G going down. Uh, it was one of those plays I actually watched live, and at the time I was like, please throw it away, throw it away. He tried to carry two gigantic men on his back and rush for yards. and But... Not all doom and gloom. It looks like he may be back in seven to eight weeks. How confident are you that if Jimmy G does come back in seven to eight weeks, he could be going up against the Cowboys' defensive defensive attack? Yeah, uh, I yeah, obviously not, not a doctor here, so you leave it in the, in the capable hands. But I, I think the the news that it wasn't a it won't require surgery is a huge positive. And I think if he he does come back on the the, the Niners. Can kind of limp into the to the playoffs. I, I think we, we we could very much see that. And I, I think Kyle Shanahan's smart enough that if yeah he does have Michael Parsons and, and, and the Cowboys defense running at them, 
Like he's got to play a bigger, very smart game plan, and Jimmy G is not going to get touched much. So here's one out of left field for you, top rope, and uh, just because you're in live in studio today. So uh, the the Cowboys, the Bills, and the Chiefs are all trying to wine and dine Odell Beckham Jr. If you could compare this situation to a Hollywood movie, what would it be? Well, you're giving me the answer to this beforehand, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, get, I'll leave that one for you. But uh, uh, there's, a, there's a little bit of Pretty Woman about it. <laughs> yep, yep, I like that. I like that. What do you think? Well, I would say Purdy Woman, um, <laughs> but that's just me. Sorry, MJ. Anyway, so getting back onto football, so. Who have you got for defensive MVP? It's, it's clearly a two-horse race between Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa. Who, who do you like more? I think Parsons has had an exception here. I think Parsons just does more. Yeah. yeah he's more very like, yeah. They're 1A, 1B, but I'd have Parsons ahead. I've never seen a player like him. He can just – you can put him in any position. I feel like, you know, it's not going to happen, but he could play on the offensive line. He could – he could mate, Put him in instead of Dak. Let's see how he can go. <laughs> so Tom Brady leads the NFL in a record 44 career comeback wins. Surely Tom Brady's not done at the end of the season. Are we going to see a 45th and where will we see it next year? Uh, one of the arguments that's been made about Tom Brady is that he's, you know, Giselle left him because he kept wanting to play football. Well, she's off the scene now. He's got free reign. He's, he's not retiring. Mm. He'll, I think he'll be back. I, I, I don't know where he'll be back. Um, I don't even know if he's, you know, his play this year has not been has not been great. But uh, uh, look, I know you you're, you think a 49ers possibility is is, yep. um, is there if you go somewhere uh, to a contender. I, I actually think the pa- Patriots Union is the most likely outcome. Or he could head to Vegas to uh, go hang out with his old offensive coach as well. Yep. That's another one. So. Uh, great insight once again thank you for joining us in the studio we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to take it to the house welcome back and now it's time to take it to the house brought to you by topsport.com.au family owned and operated for 35 years bet with a bookie you can trust bet with topsport.com.au so Top rope, it's time to take it to the bookie wrap, my friend, and um, get your uh, headphones on and your, your disc jockey skills ready, pal, and uh, wrap it up for us, mate. How was it? Yeah, it was a, a week for the favourites, for sure. Wow. 13 of uh, 13 of 14 uh, uh, won that. There was a pick'em game as well. Uh, we saw them cover 10 of the 15, so uh, big week for favourites. And you kind of see that this time of year. Um, it, it, it starts skewing more towards favourites as – the disparity as the differential between the good and the bad teams. Bad teams have tossed the towel in, playing for draft picks, all that kind of stuff. Good teams keep on rolling. So sort of the Cowboys and Colts last week. Uh, totals went 7-7 seven seven last week. Home team side edge. So uh, favourites creeping up to, to that 70%, but still it's been a year for the underdog and underdog plus. So, um, and unders as well. So, you know, we'll get to the, the, the two of the house picks soon, but so we had five unders last week and uh, four lobbed. Wow. So, uh, sorry, mate, I was staring at your massive tips. Uh, can you uh, take us to the house, mate? Big week? Uh, yeah, big week. Got four of the five up, uh, six, ten and a half units bet, plus 10.31%. Uh, 
We're up by 27.83 units this year, 13.38%. You know, on a market like the NFL, very happy with that. So, like I said earlier, we had five unders bets, uh, four of them lobbed, just missed out on the Jacksonville-Detroit game there. But uh, we're never going to get luckier in our lives than the under in the Washington-New uh, yes. York Giants game that uh, finished tied 20 apiece and went to 20 all. It was 2013 with maybe a quarter to play, something yeah. like that, and then they scored and, and then somehow through 10 minutes of overtime, no one looked like scoring, so... Amazing, mate. Three points away from a 5-0 and week. So uh, now we haven't got Jerry here, um, so we, we can't make a pung about his tips because he's not with us. Uh, but um, how did he go in the shoebox there, uh, Top Row? Yeah, 2-4. Uh, uh, slightly uh, nose in front there because he had a uh, his first three in it better of the year, um, which was of oh, the Dallas line minus 10, so he very much enjoyed that last quarter uh, we spoke of earlier. He was on the 49ers, who, who won easy as well. Uh, on the Jags, and they did not perform well at all. No. And he liked the over in Denver-Baltimore, which was uh, on opposite bet to mine, I think, and he didn't get close, only 19 points. So, so mate, uh, we're lucky to have another seven games this week in uh – Let's jump straight into it. So we've got match number one, Philadelphia at New York Giants, Monday, 5 a.m. ESPN. The line is Eagles minus seven, and the total is 44 and a half. So that tie against uh, Washington might come back to hurt the Giants, I think. Uh, this will be the first of two meetings with the Eagles over the next two weeks. Philadelphia rushed for 363 yards in week 12 and passed for 386 in week 13. What say you, Top Rock? Yeah, I like the Giants here and like them a lot. Uh, I'll be back in the under as well. Uh, I really like taking on teams of a really good record this time of year. Teams, road teams with the nine, with have won at least 90% of their games in December, 8-32-1 and one against the spread. Uh, Justin Hurts covers one of five on the road against division rivals. So all over the, the plus there uh, and the under. Under is 80, 43 and two uh, when there's a road favourite of seven or more. Under seen 17 and 19 Giants games. This has under written all over it. And seven points in a divisional game is, uh, is, is crazy too. So let's jump straight into match number two. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, Monday, 5 a.m. ESPN. Uh, the line, Steelers minus two, and the total is 37. So will Lamar Jackson play? That's the question. Uh, the Ravens are facing another late-season fade-out. Kenny Pickett is 3-1 and one in his last four starts for the Steelers. The Steelers' defense is playing lights out, so that's not a good thing for the Ravens this week, top rope. Where's the play on this one? Yeah, I'd, I'd suggest Lamar's probably not playing based on the betting there. Um, so I'm playing the under in this one. We've got a very low total. These totals just don't get low enough. We saw it with these Denver games uh, as well. 36.5. The under in, in games total in the 30, it's at about 60% in the wow. total of 30. So um, under 7 and 2 when Pittsburgh are at home, under 20 and 8 when Baltimore are off allowing 15 or fewer. I'll take the under 36.5. You're pretty confident. Thank you for that top rope. So let's jump straight into uh, match number three. New York Jets at Buffalo, Monday, 5 a.m. on 7, mate. The line, Bills minus 10, 
and the total is 43 points. Well, what can we say about the Bills? They are back. They have built a running game. They're uh, averaging over 130 yards rushing in the last six games. The Bills haven't played a home game since their loss to the Vikings. Uh, Mike White has put up back-to-back 300-yard games for New York. Who are we backing, Top Rope? Yeah, backing the Bills. Backing them with a good degree of confidence again. Uh, home division favourites of nine or more uh, this late in the season. 33-18-4 and four against the spread. Uh, Allen, 14-3-1 against the spread against good defensive teams that concede 20 or fewer. So... Uh, I think you'd be ready for this one. I think we're kind of seeing the the, the the Bills after a bit of a lull kind of back and kicking, so I'm, I'm happy to roll with Buffalo and I'm very confident. Beautiful. So uh, match number four. Not a uh, massive highlight on my calendar this week, but we'll have a look. Carolina at Seattle, Monday, 8.25 a.m. on 7, mate. The line, Seahawks minus four and a half. The total is 44 and a half. So... Seattle's offense is is looking good, and Geno Smith is, get this, number two in the NFL in passer rating, which is a, which blew my mind when I read that this morning. They are also second in takeaways and have won five from seven. The Panthers are coming off a bye week and saying bye-bye to uh, Baker Mayfield. Carolina has had more than 250 yards in only one appearance this season. So who you got on this one, Top Run? i got no idea in this one, Grant. Absolutely none. This is not a game I'll be, we'll be betting at all. You're saying kind of contrasting trends everywhere. I I, just, I don't like what's going on with the, the Panthers quarterback situation, the, 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 the changing, now, now we're with Darnold. I'd probably lean towards the points. I know Gina's had a great year, but... Yeah, the Seahawks don't have a great record in Sweden. I'm, I'm still not 100% trust, trusting of them, so I lean towards the Panthers, but I can't, I can't have a bet in this game. I'm backing that the viewership is an under this week <laughs> for that game for sure. So sorry about that, Seven, mate. But uh, all right, match number five. This is a bit better. Tampa Bay at San Francisco, Monday, 8.25 a.m. on ESPN. Uh the 49ers have a have a purdy line of uh, three and a half points and the total is 37. So like I said before, guys, it's Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy versus the GOAT, Tom Brady. The Niners still have the best defense. They have weapons everywhere. They're still the number one scoring defense as well. The Bucks had an amazing fourth quarter comeback against the Saints. But where should the punters put their dollars on this one, Top Rope? But pretty astonishing that uh, Mr. the first Mr. Irrelevant to throw a forward pass in the NFL ever uh-huh. is a three-and-a-half-point favourite over the greatest quarterback of all time. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it, it's nuts, but I, I kind of think it's I kind of think it's right. Like, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm, I am going to bat the Niners this week. I, I'm not convinced Tampa Bay that will coach. I don't know that they're going to be able to get to Purdy as much as they might think they do. And Brady's a strong. They've covered one of their last ten. Like they are absolute poison at the moment. The Bucks, uh, the Niners. They've covered eight of eleven off a win, five or six against a losing team. Oh, I just think they're a better team. And I think I think Brady's in all sorts against like that defense. Yes. Like I think he's going to struggle to stay upright. 
he could be challenge, he could be asking for retirement early. I think absolutely. Yeah, he should be looking for some long service leave this week. Yes, for sure. <laughs> okay, let's jump into match number six: Miami at LA Chargers Monday, twelve twenty p.m. ESPN. The line: Dolphins minus three, and the total is fifty-one and a half. So. This is the uh, Tua against Justin Herbert battle as they did in the uh, 2020 draft um, where Tua came out on on top. But let's see what happens this weekend. I still like the Dolphins a lot. Uh, Tua still leagues the lead in passer rating. What do you think about this one, Top Rock? Yeah, I'd probably rather be the Chargers than the the Dolphins this week. I just think there is... uh, I'm not sure that they're worthy road favourites here, the Dolphins. I think that the um, – I know the Chargers' home ground situation, you know, there's liable to be more, more Dolphins fans than not there, but Tua doesn't have a great record travel. So I'll, I'll take the points. But the one bet I do like on this one is the over 51.5. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping all over that. I think four straight uh, Miami road games, 10 of 12 when the Chargers are off a loss, 7 of 9 when they're at home. Mate, I feel like we've been ripped off this week. Some of these games are – Absolutely terrible. I, I, I don't – I think this is going to be my bye week to take a week off and actually spend some time with my family. So Let's not get too over the top. I know, I know. I'm just saying that because they're <laughs> probably listening. Uh, so, Borco, cue it up, mate. It is the uh, the Monday night theme for the Monday night game. New England at Arizona, Tuesday, 12.15 p.m. on ESPN. The line is Pats minus one. The total is 44. Well, what can we say? The Cardinals have lost four of the last five games and they're off the bye this week. So hopefully they come back. Uh, The Patriots have averaged just 66 rushing yards in their last three games. Here's one for you. Okay. Arizona coach Cliff Kingsbury was drafted by Bill Belichick and the Patriots in 2003. Wow. Mate, I am an NFL nerd when it comes to this stuff. No one else cares, but it's all good. That is good. Where's the love on this one, Top Rope? Right? That is good. Oh, the love's with that stat. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, interesting note on Kingsbury, which has kind of got me leaning towards the Pats here. Uh, and this was the same with Texas Tech uh, as is here. He's got a great East team start really well, and they fade badly. Unless from a betting point of view, they're 12, 20, and 2 against the spread. Week 8 almost through his career. He's got a much more pot. He's got a, a, a winning record in the first seven weeks of the year. Same at Texas Tech. The splits are bad. Team, yeah, and whether that's the way he works his team in the preseason, all that stuff. Like, I think all that stuff, yeah, means something over this, mm. over this body of work. So, got to lean towards the Patriots. I don't think they're a, a talented team, particularly, yeah, uh, on the offensive side of the ball at all. But I don't think you need to be that talented to beat the, beat the Cardinals. You can head to the Little Birdie Shop, purchase the guys' picks. As you've seen, they've had another winning week. Uh, top rope missed out by three points of going five and oh. So head to the shop. You can find To the House by Top Rope, The Shoebox by Jerry. It's $22 a week. It's nothing. If you're serious about NFL punting or you just want to show off to your mates, these guys have given you all the information. So head to the shop and purchase the packages. So Top Rope has the market for the Super Bowl changed since Jimmy G's gone down? Uh, well, we've seen a flip at the top. Um, Bills now uh, back into favourites after the Chiefs spent a little bit of time 
Oh, no, but yeah, we've seen the 49ers drift out. They were they were third line of betting there, third, fourth line of betting there for a bit and uh, be about to tour all. So um, it would be a hell of a story if uh, if the Niners were to win it with Purdy. Big notable mover there as well. The Bengals into $11, fifth line of betting. So um, those continue to roll. And they've kind of snuck under the radar yeah. a lot this year. Like, there aren't many people talking about them as a Super Bowl contender, but they made the Super Bowl last year. They're rolling this year. They're coming for winning as the Chiefs. Might be the real deal. And we can't see the Detroit Lions on that list, but uh, I dare say, mate, after that dream, you know, I've got a couple of uh, special bets that I might be putting on this week through my uh, my topsport.com.au mm-hmm. account, mate. So, um, all right, now it's time for my favourite part of the show. Mm-hmm. It's the charity picks. It's quickly becoming my favourite part now as well. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But someone's <laughs> back on the winning winning track, mate, so I need to puff my chest out, st- sit up straight. So each week the panel is granted $100 to invest by our sponsor at topsport.com.au and uh, we get to choose our tips. So I'm going to tell you mine first. I went to Giants as a Cowboy fan. I went to Giants and uh, they got me the bickies. How did you go, Top Rope? I was in the same game, had the under 40 and a half in the Commanders Giants, so we've, we've swept that game. I don't know how, but there's nothing happening at the end. We, we, we all got the chocolates, so uh, fell in by half a point with nothing scored in about the last 15 minutes, I think so. And so for our radio listeners, Jerry, this is probably the reason why he's not here either. Mm. So Jerry lost. So... Uh, for everyone playing at home, we now have top rope at eight and five. Jerry is at seven and six, tied with myself. So close. Well, oh, mate, I tell you, I this week I'm rolling the dice again. Just I don't know what that game is at the casino. I'm just rolling it again. The chick's blowing on it, and I'm just rolling it. I'm taking the Giants. Giants plus seven. Who have you got uh, top rope? Yeah, I've gone the Bengals. Bengals minus five and a half. I'm I'm riding that Joe Joe Burrow train. So. Um, I'm oh, particularly against Deshaun Watson. I know that they've got they've had the, the the Browns have had the Bengals medal lately, but uh, oh, this is a different Bengals team. So uh, Jerry has gone the Bills minus ten. So I like the, all those picks this week. I like them all. I yeah. can see a three and O going this week. Well, well, I I hope not personally, but you know it is for charity. But I do hope that you two boys lose. And sorry about <laughs> that. But anyway, that's just me talking about winners. We had our ankle breakers competition. We had our winner, Bidgie, basically chose the Cowboys by 22 points. Congratulations. Welcome to the winners list. And uh, so the game this week for everyone is week 14, Miami at LA Chargers, Monday, 12.20 p.m. Basically, it's easy to enter. We've done this for the last 14 weeks, guys. You just need to choose the team and by what margin. So... For example, I want the Dolphins by six points. So you just go ahead, put that on your socials at Little Birdie TV and Third and Long TV. Uh, You must tag one person. I would tag four because I've got heaps of friends. I've got one in studio with me right now. Um, And just do all that. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time where we get to sign off and me and Top Rope are going to go hit a few bars. Yes, it is only 11 (laughs) o'clock in the morning, but why not? We're on holiday. I'm never hitting a bar again, right? Mate, I'll tell you, 
for everyone out there, there will be a shortage in alcohol because Top Rope has been in Melbourne for the last <laughs> couple of days. So, so that's a wrap for our 14th show of the season. Remember to hit the shop at Little Birdie Live. Subscribe to all the packages from Jerry and Top Rope. Follow us on YouTube. You can find us at the Apple Store, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on all the social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter at Little Booty TV. Remember, for all your NFL action, you can be found on topsport.com.au. Invest wisely, punters, and enjoy week 14. And hopefully we will see you next week with Top Rope and Jerry in the studio. Yeah.